This is the Outsider Podcast by Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And tonight we have episode nine. I think it was, what, Tigers and Bears? Yes. Oh, my. I don't know the tiger part, but... Oh, the Sabretooth. Sabretooth. Yeah, Sabretooth. Who wins in a fight? Sabretooth tiger or short-nosed bear? It's kind of a Joe Rogan-ish question. Uh, I guess it depends on what era we're in. Well, no. Like, Do you know what the short-nosed bear is? It's like the biggest bear of all time. It's like a 12-foot-tall bear. I'm going to go with the bear. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Give it to the bear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. So what's y'all's initial reactions on episode nine? Um, This, once again... I mean, a little bit of a cock tease episode. I mean, this was my least favorite episode. Not, not filler, but not packed. Not packed full of. I don't know. As filler, I feel like gets you nowhere. I feel like we learned some things. Okay, this we did move. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I will give you that. It did progress. This isn't my least favorite by any means because I really I enjoyed that we did the whole backstory about the Weaver boys. I like that we got some of that, you know, to give credence to the cave and things. And, and it was like a whodunit, breadcrumb kind of situation of them figuring out the cave. And so I, I did appreciate that stuff. I, I really, really did. So, I mean, like, so that's where I would say is not so much filler. I guess it's just after the last episode and the predictions we made after last week. I was kind of like, okay, this is like episode nine. And like when we did other shows like Game of Thrones and Westworld, like that, sometimes nine was a big deal. Well, it always was. Yeah. And so I was kind of, I think I'm a little disappointed just because I had the anticipation of HBO episode nine. I mean, you have not that. realizing what you it have, is. You have Stephen King saying the next three episodes are going to blow your doors off. You know, this was not a blow your doors off, except for the last. <clears throat> 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't disagree with you guys, but normally I would totally bitch about an episode like this, but, um, but I, I kind of like the fact that they kind of gave, it's almost like a setup for like, Hey, next episode, people are going to die. Yeah. So they kind of gave everybody a little bit of screen time to kind of just remind you of everybody. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like everybody just got a little bit. And I truly do believe a lot of people are going to die. Like I, I think we lose pretty much ninety yeah. percent well, of the cast. Considering that we're all sitting there like shaking like trees on a leaf the whole time that Holly and Andy are kissing and leaves on a tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did I say it backwards? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Anyway, what I'm saying is this scene. How many of you were sitting there going? The bullet's about to go through the go through the windshield, and Andy's head's gonna look like a canoe. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, as they were kissing, I was like, "Oh, he's just dead." Like, yeah, I was waiting for she's that. She's gonna have blood in her mouth. And- tunnel of light to show through his face Ooh. at some point. Um, I mean, they just kept giving us the camera angles and everything. I was I like, "Oh god, oh god!" I was literally cringing in my chair. Man. Like, it's about to happen. It's about to happen. You know. Uh, I think that's what they did in this episode. It's like, they, they, like I said, they they gave everybody a little time. Yeah. They gave you a little moment to kind of care mm-hmm. about them. You know, they kind of gave like a little bit of humanity to like Howie. You know, uh, I mean, Howie just sitting there when we're he's with. Uh, Sleazy strip club manager. Claude, yeah. Claude. I don't know why. I, I do enjoy calling him that, though. But at the chicken joint and everything, you're just like, hey, if I don't remember you, take that as a compliment. Well, I think it gives credence to what you said a second ago. Every character got at least 30 seconds to a couple minutes of dialogue and showing they were the prominent character of a scene for whatever reason. I mean, I can think of Yule's in the car a little bit. I mean, the P.I. in the car a little bit. 
you know, the brother talking to Claude and talking, you know, about the Weaver brother. I mean, like, everybody's got their moment, you know. And I don't think they had to give much moment to certain people. Yeah. For instance, Ralph. Like, Ralph didn't have to have a major moment, I didn't feel like no. this. Or Yule, because they've already shown us where they stand. You know what I'm saying? Correct, like, correct. I don't think Yule needed a moment in this episode to kind of be like, well, reiterate he, how he feels. Well, the only thing he really did this episode was talking about giving Ralph lip service about how you don't fair, you, know, you don't phrase it that way anymore. You're talking like you believe. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. And Small so bites his, my ass. Yeah, that was his <laughs> yeah. whole moment, you know. So and the same thing with the PI. I wish I could ever remember his damn name. Telling Ralph, you take small bites. That was only that's his only moment of the episode. Mm-hmm. Well, he has another moment. At the well, end of the end. the back oh. of his head has a moment. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what's left of his face? Yeah. Um, um, but I'm just saying, like, they, they give you a little something. Like, he got a little something. He was like, he showed him how he got through, you know, right, believing right, right, right. something. You know, I, I thought it was a cool moment. Yeah. Um, good call earlier. When we were watching the episode, the two boys playing flash tag. Who hasn't done this when you were little? You know what I mean? One of the greatest games, you know, yeah. like you sneak out. Everyone's spending the night and everything, and then you, everyone has a flashlight and gets, goes plays a little flash tag. Yeah, it, it was great, and I, I loved how they they made the the recording scene filtered. You know, so it made you feel dated. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. You know? And then you know, like we found the you know, it was the antique cars and the twenty five cents for the cave. And- it's like where do you find those signs? Where where do you find that house that the dad sit on the porch of when he's calling for him and everything? Because it wasn't just built. You see how worn that wood is. Oh, yeah. It was authentic. You know, I mean, it's probably somebody's family land. And they used it for a scene. thing is, though, we see this on, you know, DIY or HGTV. There's people that that's their business. It's relocating these old cabins and stuff like that to people. True. So they're around. It's just my goodness. <laughs> it, I mean, it was impressive. It was, it was, like I said, I loved all that. I believe it or not, that was not the conclusion I was expecting. I was really expecting to see maybe we had the origin story of El Cuco, or this was the first, and you know, first time we find it, or whatever. Yeah, I think that's why I'm leaning this towards like my least favorite episode. Not even calling it a bad episode. It was just like it led us up to that anticipation, and maybe the tenth one hits a home run, and it is what we thought it was. But but by us not getting that this episode, I was just like. Mm. But here's the thing. As much as I was like, okay, this is what they're going to give us, this background story. And they're going to give us a reason why. And we, like we said, you know, when we were watching the episode, there's going to be a reason this cave sealed and people don't know. But I wasn't expecting it due to being a cave-in and no survivors found for any reason. That, that, to me, that brings nothing to Kuko's table, you know, as a his story, his background. Mm-hmm. And also makes me believe that... Uh, he knows this, but that's not where he's from or that's not his origin. That could be just a place he's been before. I mean, you just never know. There was no evidence that showed this was where it was his lair back in 1947. No, I mean, the there only was reason, zero evidence. But the only reason he knows is there is because Claude knows it's yes. there. Because he knows what Claude knows, and Claude and his brother know that his half his family died in exactly. that cave. And so all that buildup of the, you know, the boys and the dad and the cave-in is zero to do with the backstory of the monster. I 100% thought they were like, oh, you know, ancient bears and stuff. I was like, well, maybe it was this thing. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. clawing it. I can't help but feel like a an it vibe, you know, where it's always this cycle and the monster and it would always go back to the same place at the end of its cycle. Yeah, like it a hibernation. Ha- it yeah. has a hibernation spot. So I always thought like, that's what immediately hit my head, but I'm like, why would Stephen King, you know, Repeat reuse it? You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like, that don't make any sense. But it is crazy because we're all waiting. 
for either the boys mm-hmm. or the dad and the search crew to stumble upon a grisly murder of the two boys or that they stumble upon some kind of, you know, yeah, or remnants yeah, yeah. of what this thing is or find it or they get attacked by it or whatever. Or if we could see its original form. Like, yeah. that would have been... Whew. Really, but it just turns out, at least as far as we can tell, it's that it's just pants. because Claude knows yep. that there was a bear cave there. Right. Because it's not like it could have been a, a, a place where they, it, they go back. It goes back because they've sealed it up. Yeah. You know, there's no... I don't know. And it wouldn't make any sense if, you know, they go in to, to hunt it down and ha- somehow they find the way through the cave. Mm-hmm. I would call bullshit on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, no, and what are the odds that you end up back in your your origin location for your demise? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It, it, for the way the story has gone and the show has gone, that would have hurt the overall. Point. Yeah, I wouldn't accept hokey coincidence. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but, I mean, now that we are looking for this thing... We have the big talk in the kitchen, kind of, or kitchen adjacent, of can this thing be killed? Do we think it can? Or I, 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 Absolutely. Well, I mean, they, you look at it, and that, and Ralph says it. It's like, it walks, it talks, it and, it's, and, it, and it's hungry. Well, I mean, this is also coming from Ralph, who is the most evidence-based person who's just like, this is the only logic I can come up with. If it's alive, it can be killed. Yeah, it's pred- predator killed. logic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If it bleeds, it dies. It dies. You know what I'm saying? You know, it can be killed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like uh, I, I kind of agree with it. And you got to understand, I, coming from Ralph's point of view, it's got to be he's got to start throwing out some logic because right now his whole belief yeah. system is shattered. So it's like stick with the logic stuff because otherwise I'm going to lose my shit. Yeah. You know. I but I just don't know if it can be killed. I mean, we're talking about just a. Well, when we get to the preview, we may find out that it doesn't make a difference if he gets killed. Yes. Well, I think we should go ahead and hit the elephant in the room. And one part of the episode is is that suddenly in this episode, we see the DA kind of out of nowhere, out of nowhere, have a I guess a legal assistant or somebody come into his office, paralegal, something like that, and explains that another murder in I'm guessing a neighboring county. Or it says a county. I I can't. I didn't put it in my notes. I feel stupid. But uh, that a boy was tore up pretty bad and so like that. Very. You know. Does he want to even go to the crime scene? Found nude on a trail, torn up, a lot of his face missing. You know. Do you want to come check out the crime scene and everything? No. Here's my home number. Yeah. I've already seen this one. Call me on this one. Which we think that's the photos he's looking at later. Yeah, I believe so. Okay. So yeah. I think this is our... Well, here's the thing about it, too, is that there was a slight part of me that said, oh, wait a minute, is this just a, a precursor of what happened with the Peterson boy? Then when you see the photos, it's a blonde hair boy. It's mm-hmm. not a red-headed boy. Because remember, also, they, made, they made a very big distinction about red-headed boys yeah. and his brother. And didn't seem to be found... The, the Peterson kid looks like he was found next to like a canal yeah. type of thing. Well, um, he was found in the creek, essentially. Kinda, it's you know, yeah. But either little, way, so I mean, uh, there's only like two, I think, logical explanations here. It was either ours on its way to meet up with Jack, and he did this while he's waiting for him because he, we know he just got randomly picked up and ended up in the car. True. Or there's two. I'm obviously going to lean towards there's two because I've been saying there's two the whole time. And if he had gotten a child before the, before he even eats the fisherman. Mm-hmm. 
who was riddled with cancer and so he wouldn't still be hungry i feel well right. be, by hunger i think he's looking for the despair the grief and all of that maybe and so since the kid wasn't found and it was mainly it was just found he's already away so i mean i think he could still be hungry if there, he did eat this but kid. there's definitely something to do with the fact that he needs to eat yes because he's dragging deer to him and you know he's eating the fishermen and you know so it does seem like he needs some kind of sustenance. But you're right. There is a gap between Jack waiting for him and and all of that. So, I mean, it very well could be the same one. Yeah. And same time frame and everything. I'm leaning towards a different one. Yes. I'm I am leaning towards well. it because he is still in Tennessee. And gosh, I wish I wrote the county name down. It makes me believe that if if it's a neighboring county or at least a county in the same state is the reason they would call him because it's a similar crime or murder. Would you agree with that? I mean, he could have it flagged and just be like, Hey guys, let me know of any child molestation murders going on. I think the, the, the murder itself and the story is so big. I mean, you gotta think shoot out on the court, uh, you know, front lawn, you know, all this stuff. I think it would be, enough publicity yeah. to where other districts I'm, would say, Hey, when Ralph, we have a similar death. Yeah, when Ralph and Yule go over there to vouch for him, talking to the cops, they're like, Oh yeah, y'all are from that Ta- County, that case. Talking about the Peterson murder, yeah, right? Yeah. Peterson murder. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm very curious that a, a boy is murdered on a trail in such, such County. They've called the DA about it. You know, it, but it didn't. It, it didn't ring a bell, to, and I don't know it being the same county that we're in, Cecil, Tennessee. I, I, I just don't think it's in Cecil, and so or that even that county. that would make a yeah. big difference in the conclusion of this. Is what I'm getting at is is like if this happened in, a, in another county in Georgia and they called this DA or anywhere other than Cecil, then based on the timing of all this, makes you feel like okay, yeah, obviously. Unless Jack drove him somewhere completely out of bounds, and he went and killed another kid, and then brought came back to the same cave, what would be the what would be the necessity to come back to the same cave if you went and got and killed a boy somewhere else? You've done your job. Jack is not a necessity anymore. You know all those things are in place, so it brings more credence to the idea that there's a second one. In my opinion, yeah, I agree. But what? Why leave? Um, what's his name? From the Hostetter, the one that gets killed by cops. Oh, yeah. You're talking about... Um, what was his Tracy? name? Tracy. Tracy. Why leave him alive? Why We're leave brief. anyone alive Cause, to, I mean, to even talk about what happened to themselves? You know? Could just lead to more. I mean, we see how much grief and stuff Jack's going through and everything. And then someone like Tracy ends up in a cop shootout. Like... And it just compounds yeah. and everything because then you have to do where the cops are just like man I just killed a kid. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying there's, like, still, there's it, still questions. Oh, yeah. There's still questions of if he got his kid, then what, why why is Jack still around? Should he kill Jack? Should he send him on his way? Forget about him and just let you know. I mean, he's in a whole lot of shit and he knows it. I mean, he's wanted for murder. You know, he's a bad you know, the whole nine yards. So I mean. I don't know. That's a conclusion we don't have yet, but I understand where he's going. But I don't know. I'm leaning towards more that there's a second one. We're going to get the end. We're going to get this next episode. 
and potentially they kill this thing or or whatever and then they're going to hear about the you know by the way here's another kid yeah you know what i mean or, or it could be something that's completely rope dope you know it could be a copycat situation or I, there's just I, no yeah, I don't see there's I don't any see way that. this is going to be a copycat situation not with a you know, not with a child you know yeah. not in my opinion no well and yeah. just like the eating and just the how he does it, the destruction yeah, of the, the damage, yeah. yeah, the damage done. There's just no way a human, I think, could copy that. Agreed. Um, did y'all find it strange that the the grandpa? I was so hoping for him to say, "Yeah, I got scratched right here," or, you know, "I'm gonna get checked out," but he doesn't confirm that he was or even nicked or anything. Did I was just waiting that? for yeah. I was just waiting for Ralph to be like, "Let me see your arms real quick, dude. Let me check your neck real quick." But the fact that he actually asked the questions, like, why do you ask if he got scratched? Because is this dude infected with a disease or something like yeah. that we need to worry about? Hey, man, the which, coronavirus. Which made me lean in towards, like, I was like, I was right, I was right, I was oh, right. I and then he's kind of like, well, I'm going to get checked out. You know, so then it's kind of like it starts to fade a little bit. It did. I mean, and now it, that it still leaves it open. And now that there's another body of something, you know, of another kid somewhere else, you know, is it... Did it scratch this guy for a future, you know, body Possible. to take over, you know, when it leaves town? Yeah. I don't, I don't really know. I'm just saying normally when it kills member, it, it sticks around for a while to change and to gobble up grief. Yes. Right. So it's like, well, I mean, I don't think it's just, it can do that right now because it's just fighting for survival. Like Holly said, they're keeping pressure on it. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I still don't feel like the old man's out of the woods just yet. I don't think so. Neither either. do I. He brought, like you said, he brought up the whole, you think he's infected with something, da, 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 da. I was really expecting him to walk out of there and like see a scene where he leans back and rubs his neck and, you know, you can see that there's a little scratch or there's a little something, you know what I mean? Where he's got it in his mind and we're giving the viewer a little bit of taste of ding, 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 there's a potential there, you know? I'm not sure, but I was feeling the exact same way. I really, really was, uh, you know, and I think the line of questioning kind of confirms it as well. Yeah, but also we don't we don't know what Coco Cuckoo whatever is. True. If Cuckoo is literally just passing a parasite onto another host, mm-hmm. right? Well, it doesn't matter that one of them, you know, the person that it morphed into was was killed, like Terry was it still survived to keep moving. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So if it's like, if the old man is now carrying the parasite that is whatever, El Coco, you know, it's like, can it now move forward and take the form of someone else? You know what I'm saying? Well, mm-hmm. kind of like playing off of what you're saying, does the original host have to die before it can change? Because we've never seen none of the hosts uh, live, I don't think. I guess well, there was there's one girl alive. in prison. Well, because I'm sort of saying, like, does the original person have to die before it can change into a new thing? And I was trying to think if if anyone is still alive because uh, Terry died. Well, the and girl, it changed, the girl, in the and beginning, then she's still alive in prison in New York. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, I don't know what happens with it. Like when you get scratched, is it just stealing your essence? You know, so it can do that, or can it pass something on to you? I think it's just getting your DNA so it can mimic you. 
I mean, yeah. I think it's both. I think it's passing something on and getting your essence because clearly, because Claude's fighting it. Yes, Claude's. You know, he feels well, it. He's like, not fighting it. He's just right. But I'm just saying, Claude feels it. Yes, can't sleep. Sees himself in the mirror differently. You know, it's just crazy. His head's all miswired and stuff. So it's like, I don't know. I feel like I like I said, I don't feel like the old man's out of the woods just yet. And I don't. Yeah. I can't even explain with words why I think that's. I mean, I just think he was scratched, and so I think that leaves him vulnerable to right. Uh, but I think all this conversation about can we kill it, how do we kill it, and all this stuff like that, it may be just something that that's all it takes. Like we, like we talked about, we compare this to Fallen. Yeah. You know, it just takes someone to be nearby, some living thing to be nearby, or just scratching somebody in it just as insurance. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm right, right there with uh, you. I'm on, yeah, I'm on your same page. Like I said the only thing about this episode that turned flip-flop that was completely unexpected uh, was the extra w- was the extra death of a child. Yep. And so that is just that huge wrench they've thrown in the storyline that is completely making me second-guess a lot of things. And like I said, there's always been a reason they show you anything in this ep- you know, these shows, in this episode, and previous episodes. And so it's very curious... And it, like you said, it only leaves me to believe that there is a second one or they have some kind of gap they're going to expose in the next episode to make that work. Something just hit me. Okay. Did it hurt? <laughs> <laughs> what have if, you been scratched? What if the little boy that was found was the little boy that he tried to kidnap and Grandpa took him out when they got back into town? Because they don't live in Cecil. No. They live outside a town. They travel to Cecil. That's not a lot of time, though. We don't know what time the DA is on. That's yeah, all I'm saying. We don't know what time frame the DA situation is on, right? I don't know I'm just saying it's time. possible. I'm just saying it's you're, possible. You're asking for a 20-something day delay, and I think this show has been pretty good about keeping on a pretty good time frame so you can feel where you are based from murder to murder agreed well we also don't know what happens if if maybe he transferred something to the old man here's what i'm saying though is because we talked to them the morning and then howie takes claude to go get the chicken that same day yes and then we even see it as claude still transforming yeah and so then we go to the caves that same day because Howie's got to be gone the next day. Correct. So everything we've seen is in a one-day period. Agreed. I don't think he had enough time to drive home and the uh, DA is wanting to talk to... I'm not even disagreeing yeah. with you. All I know is he said, we're going to get myself checked out when we get back in town. Hey. I, I wish I'd have been paying attention to what county his license plate they showed when he's in his old van you know, with the family in there and stuff like that. I wish I had seen, like, because they show it. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I like where your head's at. And I'm just like, and then they, they tell us they found another boy, but they don't tell us his name. But he said his hair was more blonde. And I mean, the kid we saw, he had brown. Yes, brownish, sandy blonde hair. I think it's like dirty blonde hair. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm yeah. just saying. Hey, I mean, well, it's possible. The, the kid that was dead looked very blonde, very blonde. And so, like, it did not fit the picture of the kid who was getting interviewed. In this, not disagreeing yeah. with you at all. Love, I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, I just, yeah, hey, I don't see it. With this kind of show, there's no telling. Yeah. And so I'm with you on that. But, I, I, Cash, I think you are right. I think we're looking at a 24 hour period, not even 24 hours, but 
this is the morning and then you know the end of the episode is the afternoon watching pi's head get blown off you know what I mean? <laughs> um it, it just is what it is you know what i mean and i mean dude just brutal man and just to see uh, you know ralph's expression with like little droplets of blood on him you know Whew. uh you know like and you know seven gunshots yeah you know what i mean we're well, sitting there before counting we get them. into that too much because i mean we'll probably jump straight into the preview right after that i mean we, we still had some phenomenal camera angles and then we had the graveyard scene with andy and holly and they True. had that weird iron bar we were talking about yeah, where they was, were bent yeah two bars Yeah, you know, it's almost like devil horns yeah you, know, you notice that like that's why they were pointing pointing out you know but I, I mean, mean, I don't think they were trying I, to show I, us anything. I think happened. we're just reading into it a little okay. bit more. I, a cool conversation where they're talking about, oh, they, you know, they loved each other and they, one couldn't live without the other. And she's like, now let, let me pop your bubble real quick and say it's the Spanish flu and they died. <laughs> this was a lot of build up for nothing to show Andy really cares about her, which we already knew before he takes it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, you can mark our words right here, at Blue TV, Andy. Dunzo is, is done. He will not survive. He did survive one episode longer than expected. Yes, like, he I'll, I'll give him that. He is a fighter. I think Holly is one of those Stephen King esque characters that's destined to not ever fully be happy. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Where so it's just like, like any character in a Stephen King novel, <laughs> yeah, really, like, basically. I'm just saying. I I don't think you know hey. since she was a kid. Andy yeah. Dufresne came out okay. Yeah. He's the rare exception. <laughs> okay, so one out of 3,000. Say kids. you're Andy Dufresne. <laughs> Are you really? And, that, and that? that's your past. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you happy? <laughs> I'm happy I'm on the water. <laughs> you might be relieved yeah. to be in a different situation, but I don't think I'll you're, give you that. I'll give you that. I don't think you're but, ever happy. Um, yeah, no, I thought that was good. Um I like the part where they went and got chicken and you know they're having their conversation about eight so, years prior. If anyone lives out there, is this a real chicken split? A real chicken place? <laughs> yes. Because uh, I would love to know. Hey, we're close to Tennessee. I'm up for a drive if y'all are. Yeah. You know what I mean? For some fried chicken. Yeah. I don't know. I, just a little on the grave thing, just real quick. They mentioned the Spanish flu. Yes. Along with the scratch, does this guy have a disease or something like that? I'm just saying they've mentioned a couple times now. Yeah. More disease talk and things like that. I know what they were trying to do with the grave scene. You know, he, you know, Andy's trying to show. And I love the the comedy says after it. Oh, yeah. You know, he's like, he was just like, he was just, you know, it was heartbroken. And yeah. I would follow her anywhere, <laughs> next path or whatever. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. I know what he was doing. But I'm just saying like, once again, mentioned a disease. Yeah. Well, there was some good comedy in the episode altogether. I mean, like we talked earlier, you know, bites my ass. And then you're like, you're talking about a container. Are you talking about like with some Tupperware or a butterfly? <laughs> butterfly net. Like, you know, I was dying. But, like him going over to his stash and then just pulling out a little one hitter and everything. Everyone's right. just like, are you really doing this right now? <laughs> yeah, really like, Ralph is yeah. just pissed. He can't go punch him in his eye. <laughs> or just arrest him right there on the spot. Well, how, about, like, how about gold? He, goes, he starts coughing. He goes, what'd you do? Line that with gunpowder? <laughs> <laughs> First off, you know, the actor who plays Howie is crushed at this entire season. Oh, yeah. Um, I even love when he comes in, you are a stupid son of a bitch, aren't you? <laughs> uh, I mean, he, he's really nailed oh, it. Bill Camp. That's his real name. Yeah. yeah I looked him up the other day. I was just blown away. And the guy's been in a ton of stuff. It's but, just how he was sitting there, coming off of a high, getting ready to smash some chicken. You oh, know he's, man. He's on top of the world. Might have a scratch around for some of that heaven chicken. Heavenly chicken. <laughs> it's heaven's chicken. Yeah. <laughs> I stand corrected. <laughs> <laughs> you paid for it. Yeah, as he fires up again. Which yeah. also, 
There was way too much chicken left. That's oh, all that, I'm that's saying. That's like, well, he pulled that dish out. Yeah. I was like, are you going to eat like all eight pieces? <laughs> that, 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 that was, was a over? tower. But here's my thing. It looked like a tray of the bone side of the wing. Yeah. It didn't look like it was all chicken in there. Somebody had been nibbling. It looked like <laughs> somebody took all the meat off, and then they left the little, little sharp wing piece. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay. Still. Uh, enjoy mm-hmm. that. I can't wait any longer, man. I want to get I want to get right to the end and talk about this preview, man, because this preview is dynamic. Is there okay. anything else in the episode, or is that pretty much? I mean, because well, I mean, we get the we get we do get the scene with Terry's wife once again. I feel terrible. I don't know. Oh yeah, Hope. that's right. Jenny uh, Hope. Yeah. What's her name? Faith, Faith Hope Jenny. I'm sticking with Hope. I thought it was Jenny. No. God, what am I doing? I Holy thought, man, shit! This is what we, you know what we got roasted on this on one of our emails. Hey, whatever. We're, we're really bad I with it was names. Gloria, glory, glory is just pure glory. Gloria, glory, just glory, just glory. Okay, so glory has the scene where she sits down with Ralph's wife. I thought that was a cool moment. I was talking about Ralph's wife, Jenny. Yeah. Okay. No. So you were very bashing me. Man. I said Whoa. Terry's wife. He was he was bashing you because you were still giving the wrong name. Yeah. Man. Now you're mixing up with the wrong people. I'll throw my phone at you. <laughs> throw it at yourself. <laughs> Try to defend your terrible. If your memory's like your aim, then I ain't got no worries. <laughs> <laughs> you can mute him now. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, but now let's get into. But no, it. it was nice to see to have that scene. Like, hey, you know, you were here for me in my lowest moment, and I'm actually sticking here with you. Well, it's yeah. something you won't see in reality very much at all, especially in today's world. Is that oh, you had a difference of opinion, and you still believe in your convictions of this stuff like that. But you were always nice, and I don't want to lose that. Who hears that nowadays? <laughs> no. You you voted for who? You support what? You want? You, oh no, I hate you. You're racist. You're a big. I mean, like you know what I mean? Like that's the world we live in. You now. cannot have a difference so this, of opinions now. This yeah, this, this was refreshing to see. This is that you know, two women talking, even though they have difference of opinion on things. Maybe they meant that to be just as jarring as it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but yeah. no, we, we get the jack activated. Yeah, no moment. Time. Oh my goodness! As soon as he Literally. tells him and everything, and like we see how mad Claude gets because he's like he's in my head and all of this. Like you said, T one thousand Jack stands up. <laughs> it just clips everywhere yeah. the back of his truck. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Just uh, the the Jack Daniels bottle just steadily going down, drinking oh, yeah. it like it's water. Yeah, I mean, the he's, he's dropping it like a sweet tea. <laughs> I mean, um, okay. The snake. All right, we, you have a theory on this, based on the preview. They don't show okay. us nothing for nothing. Exactly. So go ahead. What do you think the snake's in, importance here is? It's gonna bite Jack yeah. in the leg or something like that while he's aiming down the sights at Ralph's head. At <laughs> any of them, yeah, it'll probably be somebody important, you know, or Holly or something like that, and. And we do have a little inside info to lead us to this because, as Mark was telling us in our exclusive interview with him, he said he has a colorful demise. Colorful ending is what he yes. says. Because he said he'd he, like to see Jack come back next season. Yep, in season two. I totally believe he's full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, if he gets bit by a snake and they just go ahead and move on to the you know and move on to the cave and it's just you know hunky dory and he runs to go get you know uh, anti venom, then I'm like all BS. Okay. No, but I. Uh, in his opinion, a colorful ending can mean a couple of things. Like I thought, you get bit by a rattlesnake, you don't die immediately. No. But you may go off wandering through the woods, hallucinating. Then you'll die shortly Perhaps after. fall into a cave or something like that and die alone, horrifically. 
you know, in your head while poison runs through you. Man, that just got sad and dark. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Oh, cuckoo. Have another, have another drink, man. Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't, but the rattlesnake biting him may only just give them the moment they need to put Jack down, too. That is true. You know what I mean? Although we don't have any rifles. Like, I don't know what we're taking them down with. Well, I mean, no, most of them are shot. armed. We got handguns and we got a shotgun. And we have a baseball bat. What was Claude doing? I don't know. <laughs> just, just stay in the car, man. Hey, man. He didn't want to get out of the house empty handed. He didn't want to be that guy yeah. who got nothing but lint in his pocket. You're going to call him a foul language? <laughs> <laughs> you mother. Like, I want to say he was like breaking anchor man just holding a grenade, but I mean, he was at least still holding a grenade. Yeah. You know, yeah. It was just yeah. like, where'd you get that? <laughs> By the way, you killed someone. You might want to you know, <laughs> you lay, low, lay low, low for house. a little while. But you killed a man who tried it. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, I just I think the snake bites Jack. Yeah. Okay. So we're definitely into the well, no, like with predictions the episode, here now. Hold on. The episode ends with our boy Alec getting domed in the back of the head. Yeah, oh, he's missing and part of his face. Then we oh. get six additional shots going into the credits. And yes. then if you don't want to hear any more. About our predictions or anything to the previews. Previews. Thank you for listening. Please, if you haven't listened to our interview with Mark, go do that. Yeah, because it's quite epic. And (laughs) because this dude is just unreal to talk to. Yes. Yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, Subscribe to our Westworlds podcast. And then we are now going into the predictions that we have. (laughs) All right. The preview itself, big moments here in the preview. Number one, Ralph's car explodes and there is somebody in the driver's seat mm-hmm. and there is a person at the front at his driver's side door. We've pretty conclusively decided that Andy, Andy Andy's pretty crispy on the inside. Andy's <laughs> driver's seat toastola and Claude's brother is the one that's at the door getting blown to bits. Yeah, I'm still sticking with you. I agree. I understand where cash is coming from it's because and boots on. Here's the thing. The preview does show that they are there yes. during the shootout. Do I well, think no, it, it shows that they're there. It doesn't show that's during the shootout. We well, presume it is. You see gold, you see gold reaching for a key and window and the glass of his car is getting shot out. Okay, so he is involved in the firefight. Now we we clearly see Claude's brother pumping a shotgun. Pumping a shotgun. I can see him getting out and that's just his natural reaction. But he is not leaning against the Cadillac Escalade. He's leaning against Ralph's car. Correct. It is a clearly a green vehicle he's leaning on. Okay. Not a bright red Cadillac. There's still just no way for that Cadillac to catch up. Here's the thing I, and I agree with you, Cash. I think it's a little stretch for them to be able to make it in time. But here's the thing. They're not traveling at high rate of speed to try to get to the cave. They know what they're doing. They can't call them and tell them yeah. that, hey, the thing knows you're coming. They're just traveling right along. Because remember, they're not there to try to kill it. They're there to True. just make sure it's where it's supposed to be and call in the cavalry. Now, when Howie leaves, they're rolling. Howie's they're rolling. high. I agree with you, but they're flying. Howie's still high. <laughs> All right. Here's the other element you don't know is that we heard them seven shots, right? Well, they could be pinned down, and they could be pinned down for a, for several minutes. If there's nothing to shoot at, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we don't know. And so yet. then, you know, the whole reason shooting or anything else happens is because Howie and them roll up. 
And we believe that Ralph's car goes up in flames and explosion due to a grenade. Yes. Not due to the old 50s and 60s tropes of shooting cars and they blow up. Yeah. Because as you remember, two episodes ago, you know, he loads up his stuff and we're pretty sure he puts a grenade or two in his little can, um, his ammo can, but when he leaves his house. That's still going to be a hell of a grenade throw. But... Well, he's I got do. the perfect position. He's in the high end. He can throw it down. I mean, like all that's available. I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's don't, still one of the w- weird things is too is they, like I said, they don't show us nothing for nothing. I always say mm-hmm. that, but they also highlight the fact that he has night vision goggles, and that if he gets into the cave, because we see Holly f- turn the actual lamps on yes. for the cave, he could be in there, you know, Silence of the Lamb style. Watching them, mm. taking them mm. out in the cave one by one. Because at the end of this preview, we only see Ralph and Holly at the mm. end point. Yes, in the cave. Because we don't think everyone dies by Jack out there in the in the shooting range. No, because I, I believe some of them pulls up late. And some then, of them get into the cave, I bet. And I think Jack is still alive enough to have the goggles on and maybe messing people that up. That sinks your rattlesnake theory, though. Uh, I'm going to go with a no on that. Here's the only reason why. In the preview, you see Ralph and Holly walking around, and they don't have a look of panic. They don't have the look of anything other than we're just searching for clues, and you know, in that nature, one hundred percent. I just I don't see it. I, that's just me. I could be one hundred percent wrong, or they're just the two that ran into the cave, and you know, and they're just the ones in there, and this is just their slow progression through. I, I don't know. To me, whatever happens outside concludes, and then they're the two that go inside. Well, it's possible. And they don't fear. I don't think they fear Jack when the way they are, way they're talking to each other. Agreed. But they show Ralph obviously picking up a small boulder, smashing something. Mm-hmm. It looks like he's inside the cave. Oh, yes. he definitely does. Definitely right. Yeah. I don't feel like they're going to show us him in a preview. Show us him killing Coco. I agree with that. I have a feeling they could be showing us him killing Jack, Jack, Jack inside the cave. Now, maybe they just catch up to Jack and he's already so poisoned that Ralph puts him out of his misery. Correct. Because they know that Jack he's is not, tortured. he's not himself. Jack, yeah. He's no longer. And Jack, and you can, all you know, Jack can look at him and go, I can't go back. I can't. I, you know, my life's yeah, SHI. I'm so sorry. I just kill people. Yeah. I'm God, please finish me. And, Ralph takes a rock to him. Yeah. Because you don't want to shoot a gun inside the cave. Because your yeah, eardrums Holly are gone. said it in the episode. You realize how that would be a bad idea to shoot that off in that cave, right? Yeah. Which probably so, a lot of people just Which is about part that. of the why they showed the cave in for them yelling for the boys. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so, you know, great line, by the way. Well, so those cowboy types like to look good, you know. And, you know, Andy's yeah. final words, you know, <laughs> in my opinion. But, okay, uh, the preview shows the snake again. And even the music while they're going through the cave has the rattle of the snake. Yes. You know, during the preview. So I, I'm, I'm with you. I think Jack gets stung, or not stung, bit. Um, and that definitely plays a part to how they get away from this alive. Um, they show a scene where Ralph and Holly are facing Okuko. You know what I mean? And. He's got his gun on him, and Holly's looking at something on the ground. And do you believe they kill the Okuko in that cave? No. 
The only thing that's weird to me is I feel like there just has to be a scene where Claude and Cuckoo see each other. Like, actually are looking at each other, standing near each other. So we get the whole twins moment? Just so we get that moment. Right. You know what I mean? I don't think we're getting that I moment. don't think so either. I don't. I could see Claude getting his head blown off. <laughs> to be honest with you. I think we see Claude clearly see his brother get killed. Step um, out with his bat and take it nasty. Um, <laughs> I'm going to kill you with my bat from up here. Yeah. Does he give a rallying speech to everybody that's left alive? I don't, I don't think so. I just, like I said, I just feel like, I feel like we're gets something. I feel like Claude, maybe he's in the cave. And maybe Jack hurts him bad enough you know, that he can't go on further or something like that. I'm just saying, I just feel like we might get some kind of moment. I don't know. We'll yeah, see. I hear you. But they clearly show in the preview, it's just Ralph and Holly yeah. up there looking But I mean, that's them. easy to cut somebody out that's right behind them and things like that. Yeah, so. there's lots of stuff that can happen. Yeah. Just use B footage or something. like. I mean, you might see Claude just, as soon as that scene happens, him stumble around the corner. Yeah. Where they walked in and be like, you know what I mean? And freak out. And it, maybe Claude's a weapon. Maybe it can't be that close to the person it scratched. Don't know. Yeah. I mean, we have no idea. There's a lot. Another thing the preview showed is it showed uh, Ralph's wife burning the chair. Burning the yep. chair. We get to see DA and Glory saying there's been a new information in the case. Right. There's a scene where we're looking through what looks to be a relic or a ruin of a, a building and you get to see Yule walk through the view of you that. You see him through like a window, yeah. Right. I think it's the souvenir shop because we know where he is. Right. I think it's either Jack or something or just a cool-ass camera angle right. showing Yule from that point of view. Right. Well, it's definitely cool. There's no doubt. But And we, <sighs> we see what we think is Ralph and his wife walking through the cemetery. Mm-hmm. Um, they show... Uh, they show what looks to be a, a very old carcass of something in the cave. And there's a scene where he's like, hey, Holly, this way. Look, look, look. And they show, to me, it looks like a small boy's carcass without a head. Because like, I thought no, no. I saw ribs and vertebrae. No, you see a paw. You see a paw of a little animal. Okay. All right. Bear yeah. caves. It's a little bear. bear I don't cub. even think it was a bear. I, th- I feel like it was a almost like a... Like a a, go, a gopher, a, no, like a gopher or something, or right. a coyote, maybe or something like that. I mean, it's it's or such a small paw, you see. Okay, I potentially that. an El Cuco. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> One of the ancients. Yeah, yeah. But God, you the that was plenty. Answer. That was plenty right there, man. Yeah, we're so far. We're assuming Andy for sure dead. Claude's, Claude's brother. brother for sure dead. Doesn't look good for Yule. Um. Um, Alec confirmed dead. Howie, no idea yet. I feel like Howie has to return just to figure out the whole case thing with Terry's wife. Yeah. To like sit her down and be like, this ain't no bullshit. This is how it went down. Yeah. Because nobody else is going to be able to convince her, I don't feel like. Right. Okay, so if you're making predictions, who else dies? Let's go name by name. Do you think Yule dies in the next episode? Dead. I think Yule dies. I'm going to say no. Just because of the scene of him looking through that window. Because when we left him, they were in a gun battle. So if we're going to see a scene of him in the same clothes and they're not in a gun battle situation, I mean, he got away from that. You That's can easily just go back and start in it beforehand. I'm just telling you my prediction. Yeah, this could just be a different point of view we're about yeah. to see. You know? Um, but yeah. I, I'm all right. Claude. Get dead. Claude. Toast. 
I'm going to go with dead. Or, or I think Claude makes it. I think he actually maybe he makes it. And then when if they do kill El Cuckoo, Cuckoo, whatever, you'll be able to see a comparison. As a you know, I think Claude. I think Claude gets free of his sticking with dead. Two up, two down. Yeah. <laughs> Who, who's next? So I start banging on a couch. Oh, okay, alive. I, I do think he lives. Yeah, see, I'm not. I may be talking about too many people surviving this now, but I think, I think Howie lives. Yeah, I want Howie to live. Let's just put it that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, I kind of do too. But I wanted Alec to live. I mean, there's a uh, no. Well, he got his copper taste. <laughs> Alec just went on too many strolls, like he said. You know yeah. what I mean? Too many patrols. Right. Um, Andy. Well. We Andy's toast. We know he's in the driver's seat getting murdered. Uh, pretty hundred yeah, percent on Andy. Well, I mean, I, I needed Jake to say somebody the, died. Like, yeah, yeah. the spoon feed him. Uh, I, mean, I, I think Claude's brother dead. Andy dead. Agreed. Agreed. I think Yule's dead. Uh, Holly. Do to disagree. Holly lives. Mm, no. Ralph. Ralph lives. Just because the whole scene of him walking to the cemetery for sure. Yeah. Pretty sure that's. I think, him. I, mean, I, I think that's the end of death. To yeah. be honest with you, I mean, anybody we know, you know. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'd say that's about right. Alrighty. Well, I mean, mm. I think that's pretty much everything <laughs> until next week. I think next week is going to be a different night that we release this. Possible. Possible. We're uh, Next week, uh, the podcast team is partly out of town. Um, we are going to try to do it the night of, but if not, it might be the next day. We will just have to let you know. Stay tuned to Twitter and Facebook, and we'll we'll give you a heads up on how that's going to go. Um, but alrighty. Other than that, guys, like I said, if you haven't already done so, uh, the next podcast we are covering is Westworld season three. They have just dropped a new trailer in the last week or so Whew. that is absolutely dynamic. Um, if you have not watched Westworld before, shame on you. Yeah. Okay. I'm not afraid to tell you. You want to grab your hand and look at it, and then hit yourself. Because uh, it is fantastic television. It is a great first season is a great mystery about things, and then the second season is great about keeping you guessing for a really cool reveal. Um, this third season looks like they're they're just they're going to knock it out of the park again. Uh, the only downside to the new season is is they went from ten episodes to eight. Sad for us, um, but I have no doubt the storyline will probably be pretty epic as always. So if you get a chance, go ahead and get on iTunes and subscribe. Hit, hit subscribe and I don't know. You, can you subscribe on Spotify? I don't know how Spotify can. Pod. and um, do it there as well. Yeah, anywhere you go. And if you if you got a chance, want to go ahead and hit us with a positive review on that um, podcast as well. It really helps us to, for the search engine, and that's how we get paid um, with their, with your compliments. And so uh, make sure you do that. But again, if you need to email us or talk to us on social media, it is bleedtvpodcast at gmail.com or just bleedtvpodcast on Facebook or Twitter. But other than that, guys, I think we're going to call tonight. We're looking forward to next week. And uh, so this is Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And we'll see you all then.